Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. It was one of those, just one of those moments, you know, where I felt like the Lord had something to say to her. And I didn't make a big deal of it, but I, I said, you know, this is, this that you've entered into with us is eternal. Everything in her life, not everything, but a lot of things in her life had, had been probably like for many of you, not so permanent. And I said, this is forever. Many relationships in life don't last forever. Remember that friend from elementary school? Or that roommate from college? Chances are those relationships have died off. However, as Pastor Robert shares today, relationships with others in Christ are forever. If the friendship stops on earth, it can continue in heaven. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 12 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. fit in with the fanatics who are just crazy for Jesus. You see, we're crazy for Jesus because he's given us what you're still searching for. We belong. I I can still remember the, the realization that because of what he's done, because of what he's doing inside me, I belong to him and to other Christians. And yeah, I'm still messed up. I'm still making mistakes. I still shoot my mouth off when I ought to keep it shut. I'm still being changed by him. All that's true. He's still working inside me, but I belong. He has prepared a place for me in his father's house. His father is my father. We belong to each other because we belong to him. And if, if you don't, if as you sit there right now, you think, I, I don't have that. Well, you need to know, I mean, he died to buy it for you. He purchased you on the cross. That's what the Bible says. Now, all that's required of you is that you bow before him. You, you humble yourself. He's paid for everything. That's what this is about. We call it communion. Sometimes people complain that we don't do it often enough. That's on purpose. Because when I was a little boy growing up, going to church, the church that I grew up in 
the church that many of you grew up in, took something extraordinary and just made it very ordinary. It just became a ritual. You just do it. And I decided a long time ago that we weren't going to do that. You know, it, this is intended not to be a weekly ritual or a monthly ritual. It's, in, it's intended by him to be like a memorial service. Actually, what we read about in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and, you know, in, in the Gospels, you know, when, when Jesus did this, he, he did it at the Passover, so it was an annual thing. Once a year. We do it more often than that. But he wants us to remember the death that he died, the price that he paid to make it possible for you to belong in his family. And his family, he says, is more important than your family. We're going we're gonna to be with each other forever. It doesn't end with the grave. It's eternal. Several years ago, a young lady came in here and accepted Jesus. God did just this profound work in her life and started plugging in and getting involved. And one day, it was one of those, just one of those moments, you know, where I felt like the Lord had something to say to her. And I didn't make a big deal of it, but I, I said, you know, this is, this that you've entered into with us is eternal. Everything in her life, not everything, but a lot of things in her life had, had been probably like for many of you, not so permanent. And I said, this is forever. And somewhere along the way, I will disappoint you. I will offend you. I'll make you mad at me. But it's still forever. It's still forever. Because Jesus prayed in John chapter 17 that we who love him would be made one in him, with him. I don't understand it all. I just know he died to make it possible and that he's currently working inside us to make it happen. And we need to get with the program. We need to stop prioritizing people and situations above his priority. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? Let me make it really practical. Many of you will drop everything when Aunt Gertrude calls or Uncle Zebedee or whatever or Grandma. Drop everything. It doesn't matter what's going on. You don't even have to pray about it. But you should. How do I know? Because Jesus said so. They're not always priority one. Not always. Now, I get it, okay? Mom, mama's important, right? But do you understand she's not more important than God? She's not more important than Jesus? And a lot of times we, 
play around with that, but the reality is we put family first and we don't even talk to him about what should occupy that position. Now, I've had to deal with this in my own life more than once. If you want more details, we'll have to meet in private. This is one time I ain't putting it on tape. But do you understand? We need to recognize that our worldview is just as flawed and imperfect as we are. And that we need to submit it to the scriptures and we need to pray and seek God about the decisions and the priorities that we establish in our lives. Now listen, see, some of you don't even know Jesus. You know about him or you wouldn't be here, but you've not met him. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, there's a big difference. Knowing about him, it's not worthless, but it's just not nearly the same as actually entering into a relationship, a friendship with the risen Christ. He's alive. He's alive. He talks to his people. No, I don't hear audible voices, but he does talk to us. He teaches us. He speaks into our thoughts. He speaks into our hearts. And when we read the Bible, he actually helps us to understand it. And he wants you to enter into that kind of friendship, that kind of oneness with him and with his people. And if that's not your experience, he's done everything to make it available to you. All, all you need to do is ask him for it. You don't have to get the words right, perfect, whatever. Just, God, I, I, I want that. I need you. I want that. Don't understand it all, but please help me. I, I'm willing to trust you with everything. And see, that's what it takes. It, it does take that because he's God. He's not going to play second fiddle to anybody, including you. But he loves you enough to die for you. That's what that cross is all about. That's what this communion is all about. The sacrifice that he gave to make it possible for us to belong with each other and with him and in heaven one day. But it starts here. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please. 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.